Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm a fucking adult. So you say. You're wearing a Kingdom Hearts shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know, but this, this dog is a full-grown man. These are Yo, all adults. So apparently, there is a huge debate over whether Goofy is a dog or a cow. Which oh, I had never whoa, whoa, heard whoa. of before. Could, whoa. I've yeah. never heard Goofy My as a cow. My fiance was listening to this radio show and they thought there was this big debate on whether Goofy is whoa. a cow. And they're like, is Long he years. a cow? He's and a then dog. I thought he was a dog too. And then like part of the, you know, supporting evidence was that he's like, you know, a significant other is a cow, and they tend to seem to group them by species. Oh, Maribel. Bun- no, ridiculous. Bunch of people. Ridiculous. And that Pluto... Huh. Yeah, I mean, I also am in Team Dog, but I had never even considered yeah. that Goofy might be a huh. cow. Have we asked Goofy? Goofy? Oh, shorks, it's me, Goofy. <laughs> Goofy, so glad we have you in the line. <laughs> Quick cue for you. <laughs> <laughs> and feel free if you don't want to answer this because this might seem like a dumb question but are you a dog or a cow <laughs> it's i'm a dog it's obvious it's obvious he's a dog <laughs> i thought so So we are all leveling up. Uh, what is everyone leveling up in terms of their stats? I want to know. I need to know. Dex. Dex. Uh, that makes sense for Fenrir. Yeah, let's get the Dex up to an eight. Is that right? That's right. Is there Bam. any way I can also upgrade my, thank you, my Shadow Walker? <laughs> uh, so hold on. Are we changing your sneak to be Shadow Walker? Can we? We can now. It seems pretty late. It means a totally different thing. No, it doesn't. It's the same. <laughs> Sneak is no, general. It doesn't. Sneak, Sneak has many things underneath its umbrella, whereas Shadow Walker seems to be very specific. It means you are literally walking. You're good at walking amongst shadows, I assume. <laughs> like if it but were completely it... bright out, you wouldn't be able to use that skill. Yeah, that makes sense. If there were no shadows, it would you not can't help shadow you walk. walk. 
But I thought I was working on something like Shadow Walker. What was the skill you were working on? You gotta keep notes of this in your own Yeah, I did. I did. Remember? You're working on knife fighting. Oh, never mind then. Fuck. (laughs) Again, it should be in your notes. Uh, Anyone else? What is is, uh, someone else leveling up? So good to know. Fenrir's got eights across the board. Fenrir's a very uh, above average uh, person there. That's fantastic. Okay. Wisdom's coming up. Two a seven. Uh, Great. And how about uh, Jonas... Uh, or Sinyi. I, I put up my strength to six now and constitution to eight now. So. Okay, so really not going towards charisma, even though you're making it skill. No. And keep trying I, to use charisma it's pretty such desperately. An interesting huh? You're really oh, no. you're really not trying to grow that at all, huh? I, I want he he wants to be charismatic, but it's just it's not, not in the cards. You know, he's okay. just <laughs> it's just not in the cards for him. I love that. I do like the idea that he's trying. But it's just He's not trying. happening. <laughs> it's yeah, not, it's not improving. That's so real. I love that. Yeah, that's fucking real. <laughs> yeah. And how about uh, how about Sinye? Uh, const and int. Constant int. I a love it. Using a short int. form. <laughs> yeah, Sinye is very int at this point. She's int to it. Nice. Yes. All right, folks. Well, let me uh, set up the uh, you know the scenario so we can jump back in to the year 2035 north of Limestone, uh, also north of Inverary now, uh, as we have changed our party. Uh, most notably, um, Sarah Dorn, uh, Jonas's daughter, of course, we all now have that burned into our brains, is staying behind uh, with Sinyi, um, and under a disguise, thanks to a new haircut and Sinyi's wiles and connections, will hopefully uh, hunker down in the search storm uh, that is, um, you know, coming from the regulators or something more nefarious uh, coming up to find them. And uh, yeah, deciding to go up north and kind of spread out the search party, we have uh, Alexi, uh, who has been requested by uh, Vikram, who is the. You know, uh, not uh, leader of the Broadheads by any means, but due to recent events, uh, due to the fact he actually might be a murderer, uh, but has kind of risen to the rank of leader, uh, is going with Alexei because of his uh, new age, uh, sorry, because of him being a catalyst, uh, along with uh, Jonas, Fenriel, uh, Thistle, as we'll find out, as Marixa is uh, asking her to go with Jonas, uh, going with um, Vikram here, uh, informing one of a handful of hunting parties. Their mission to down a sky whale or a bellows beard, which is a xeno of immense size, but the size of a lake that is attracted to silver. Uh, that we'll go through here. Um, and uh, you will all wake, make your way up north uh, and we'll catch uh, up with your party here, uh, just with some scenes beforehand. Um, it wouldn't take a role to kind of encourage Vikram to leave sooner. Uh, having Alexi particularly uh, really encourages him to go along. Our next scene before we actually do join you all in the woods uh, will be a scene uh, with yourself, Louisa, as uh, Thistle and Marixa as, uh, you know, almost... Uh, not quite whispering to you, but just kind of hiding under kind of conversational talk. Uh, she just kind of says, I need you to lead Alexi with them. You know the woods better than anyone, and I need you close. So when he's alone and the hunt is done, we can move in and I get to 
end him. Thistle just nods. I know this is not your, well, the ways that you are accustomed to, but she hands you like a, a radio. Keep the secret, and if you need to contact me, go channel two here. We're on the same frequency. Let me know. Don't think I asked, have you... She kind of looks at you, kind of like a little worried uh, about the question or the response. Have you ever sought vengeance before? Of course. Right. Dumb question. (laughs) How was it for you? Well, I ended up here eventually, so I guess I decided to stop following vengeance at some point. Uh, she kind of attempts a smile there that doesn't quite take um, and she nods and uh, uh, kind of you know grabs your arm and says I'm counting on you Donal is counting on you as uh, knowing that you probably don't want more words probably less she kind of tips her hat and uh, goes rejoin uh, Gits and the other, you know, mercenaries of her of her kind. Thistle gives Gits like a look and just a little nod. Yeah, Gits, who is just kind of like off. I didn't feel the need to walk forward. I guess just looks over and just like gives like a, you know, like a little like a sly smile, nod head for the people who can't Gitz see me doing so it. much. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna die a gruesome death under the hands of that guy. (laughs) But if there's nothing else before we kind of cut to the wilderness here, we will pick up with Fenrir, Alexi, Thistle, and uh, Jonas, and Vikram, uh, and his uh, two dogs. um, As uh, you know, uh, all of you are heading out hiking through the wilderness here. Um, just off to the side, quietly, I want there to be just a tiny little moment where Fenriel pulls Fennec out from her hood, and she just looks at him and she goes, I need you to stay back here and protect Sarah. Oh, shit. And, John, can you Fennec me for me? Can you Fennec for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you Fennec, can you Fennec me? me? No. Guys. Not that Fennec. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's not that I don't want you here. No, I understand, but I'm going to come back, but I need you. I know. I know, we haven't been separated before, and it makes me nervous too. But she needs you. I know, and she pets him and just goes, And remember, you may be small. But you're quite mighty, aren't you, Fennec? And he nips her finger. (laughs) And then she just looks at him and goes, And one last thing. Keep an eye on Sinyi. Okay. What? (laughs) (laughs) This whole time? We're in the woods for 18 years, and that's all you... That's the first time you talk. No. But anyway, um, yeah, and I think at that point she just like gives him a nudge. She pulls him up to her face and just gives him a little nudge on his cheek and against hers. And 
sends him off. And like, as he's running away, Fenriel just kind of like, you can see her, like, tears come to her eyes. And she's just kind of like, <sighs> because she's never without Fennec. This is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, make a charisma or wisdom save, please, Fenriel. 11. You take a stress. You lose an inspiration point. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, as you, as you said, it's tough to do. Stressed out. Yeah. Nice, but beautiful scene, though. Thanks. start to hug the shore of the lake to the east as you head out uh all of you uh with vikram um uh, towards the north there um and uh you start the hike uh and vikram kind of you know to adjust your expectations that you're going to hike along the shore uh and probably you know close to like early evening probably set up camp uh, and wait for the others to get to their positions and to camp there for the night. And the next day, uh, you know, we'll become, we'll begin the alluring and hunting of the skyway, sky whale, excuse me, or Bellows beard here. So Fenriel, I think has been whistling just, you know, like <whistles> just kind of like going about her time. And then she looks over at this one and goes, so you kidnap kids often. <laughs> Uh, Thistle, like, does not dignify her with a response and simply, uh, 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 starts, um, thrusting her spear harder into the ground as she walks along. And then Fenriel looks at her and goes, oh, come on, you know I'm joking. I know she snuck on the boat. You just kept her there. Uh, I think Thistle stops and she turns. What exactly do you want? And I think Fenriel's kind of like shrugs her shoulders and goes, I'm not looking for nothing, just a little bit of conversation on the quiet road as we make our way. And this is your preferred topic of conversation. It's the only thing I have really in common with you. Yeah, no, I don't kidnap kids. I used to kidnap adults, though. (laughs) And Fenriel's eyes just kind of go wide. She goes, (laughs) as she continues walking and stares straight ahead. I think Fenriel, like, falls off, falls back for a second, just like, wait! <laughs> nice. But the camera then uh, hangs back past you two uh, to uh, Jonas, uh, Alexi, uh, Vikram, and his uh, two dogs here. As uh, Vikram, uh, who is a talkative fellow, uh, who is uh, making good, uh, Alexi, on talking to you about how he became a formalist, Um, But he just says, well, that's enough about me. But uh, I must say, Jonas, you're a father. I'm a bit surprised when I first met you that you said pretty keen to show your daughter the ways of the world. and You left her behind in this hunting expedition. So Jonas is kind of like lost in his own thoughts, focused on something clearly. Doesn't he's like maybe doesn't hear it first. Then he like he looks over and he's like, pardon, what's that? 
Your daughter, you left her behind. I thought you were showing her the ways of the wilds. I think Jonas kind of like takes this as an insult for some reason. Like you could see he visibly, he's visibly getting like a little either pissed or upset. He Maybe he's just taking this the wrong way, but he's just like, yeah, and I didn't think it was right to bring her. Does that matter? No offense. Uh, as Vikram backs off there. I have not any children, but you've got to look out for them, do what's best for them. And uh, in echoing that fact, uh, he kind of looks towards you, Alexi. I left one of my uh, top men, Travis, to also look out for the young Sarah. He's getting um, just hourly reports, let's say, from me to make sure that she's all right I'm all right. And that, you know, the party is copacetic, which is always a word that I enjoy. We're both on the same page. We've got to look out for one another. Kind of nods is all towards Alexi. And Alexi just sort of uh, nods back and says, um, is it the secure line? Uh, the radio. I'm not sure if anyone short of Chiliagon could intercept those kind of signals. Just know that he's got my frequency, and he's he's a good man, Travis. Sure. Despite what people say about him. Jonas hearing this, I'm assuming he's hearing this, kind of, I kind of wish you told me that there's someone with her. Yeah, uh, Alexi says, um, Yes, uh, I wish I had known that this Travis was uh, watching out for Sarah too. I would have uh, spoken to him. Oh, there's no need, big man. You see, I've had a lot of success, and you've got to take care of yourself. You know, surround people after who mirror your own interests and like. Come on now, Rudy. As he calls off a, a dog there who's kind of getting a little out of line. Um, as uh, kind of eyes up ahead and says, like, looks like there's something up there. Uh, as he's attracted by the two scouts who will discover what Fenrir and uh, Thistle have found. Uh, but it does leave uh, Alexi and uh, Jonas here for a brief moment as uh, Vikram storms ahead. Is there any word said or looks or any image there? I, I'm at that uh, like like Vikram goes ahead and then like just like a second where it's like, you know, the two they're just the two are standing there as this kind of interesting character walks away. And then Jonas just like looks up to, to Alexi and is just like, I don't like him. Yes, this one is hard to like. Uh, as uh, <laughs> as Alexi just uh, then uh, sort of as they're continuing on, says, um, this Travis, uh, I don't trust it. This man is uh, not someone I would want to have uh, near my... Um, and Alexi just kind of gets all weird. Um, and I need now Fenriel and Thistle to both make intelligence rolls. Ten. That's a nine. Okay. Uh, it kind of, this uh, encounter approaches you both almost the same time. Uh, ten and nine are pretty much the same. Um, as uh, you almost stumble across, it's it's Thistle in the lead as uh, Thistle, you're kind of playing this game like, oh, I, I gotta go. There's something up ahead that needs my attention. Uh, but lo and behold, there is something up ahead that needs your attention. As you both kind of stumble upon what looks to be an old cabin and an old boathouse by the lake. You are just, you know, west of a body of water here. Uh, and the old boathouse, first of all, has, uh, you know, two canoes, it looks like, kind of strapped on the top 
uh, of this boathouse. But to the left of it is a living creature, uh, which uh, you would both know through your um, just knowledge uh, is a smoke or a forest horse. Uh, this is a creature that is a cross between a horse and antelope, hmm. um, a but also walker. a kind of a dog. Uh, it I is kind of actually close. To... <laughs> yeah, a smoke. Uh, true to it, uh, you know, you would know they are they are known for being a horse-like in darting through the woods, uh, and also having a very keen uh, emotional intelligence. They are very intelligent creatures, but also charismatically, like, and really attuned to people's intentions. Uh, This smoke uh, is quite big, uh, which is to say, like, you know, imagine, like, this is more the silhouette of a llama, or what have you, and a little larger and shaggier than that. Uh, But also, as it kind of looks at you and and kind of assumes a defensive uh, posture, as its head's kind of down, it's got two kind of horns that spiral vaguely upwards, all black. Uh, and the left side of its um, of its face is uh, burned or matted to it here. Uh, and smokes uh, also have four eyes, uh, like one large eye for kind of situational awareness, and two uh, and a smaller eye above it that are more acute for long distance. Um, as it kind of faces you and kind of snarls a little bit. Uh, And you're kind of with those low intelligence rolls kind of right up in its zone. Like you are essentially like 10 meters away from this thing uh, as it seems to be guarding this cabin uh, just the north of this boathouse here. I think Fenriel was like in the middle of telling a joke, trying to get the (laughs) troll to like talk to her. And so like she just is like, and so I said to him, I said... And then I think Fenrir's kind of looks at Thistle and goes, "You see it, right?" And Thistle is like staring straight ahead and nods slowly. And then like, and I don't know what she would know. I think she she opens her arms up a bit to show, and, and like puts the spear a bit more out to the side. And but then Fenriel slaps her arm a little bit and goes, no, you're making yourself look too big. So Thistle kind of, rather than arms out in a hug, just kind of starts to lower them down <laughs> to more of a 45. <laughs> and then like blinks slowly because she's not sure what else to do. And I think Fenriel just like whispers out of the corner of her mouth, just goes, Follow my lead. And she gives like just a curt small bow towards the smoke. Hmm. Cool. Um, To raise the stakes a little bit more, uh, you can see behind the smoke and behind this cabin, there is a garden which has just kind of like overgrown. And there is definitely produce here that is naturally grown that could like just a welcome bounty uh, of just vegetables mostly that could really like either sell or you could add to your own rations, but clearly the smoke is in the way. Uh, I need you both now to make charisma rolls as you're approaching uh, this thing. Uh, yeah, Christy, offhand, you have a skill for this, right? You have a Beastmaster skill? I have Beastmaster. Yes. Yeah, baby! Uh, you're going to roll to advantage. get to use it. I get to use it. There's interference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my charisma's not high. <laughs> 12. It's not bad. 8. That is bad. <laughs> um, so, uh, sure enough, Fenril, 
uh, when you give this uh, advice, let's call it to Thistle, um, you know, as the wide, the arms wide open, uh, the smoke bristles at that and almost looks towards like almost like a charging position, like kind of, you know, spreads its uh, four legs out a little more. Uh, but uh, Fenrir, I'll see if we get a bow. You kind of see like a tilt of the smoke's head to the side as if to say, like, I'm listening. Um, and how do you proceed from here? Hmm. Um, I think Fenrir would dart an eye at Thistle. And, like, out of the corner of my mouth, be like, bow! Thistle bows her head. She's, like, kind of in an awkward position. (laughs) The smoke then, having both of you bowing, uh, just kind of goes up to a normal position and kind of struts to the side and kind of shakes it off as just like, well, I never, as it kind of goes, uh, like, up to the garden and circles back and is clearly trying to show off its size. Uh, And to the smoke's point, it is quite a large smoke. It is larger than most. Uh, It is a male. um, But uh, despite this injury and its age, it clearly trying to make up for that a little bit. Uh, And it is also weird to see a smoke alone. Uh, They are pack animals or herd animals. They hang out in a group. Uh, And this smoke being alone is strange and clearly, you know, a position that's not going to admit of weakness. So... Um, I think what Fenrir would do is, like, she just, like, puts a hand out to Thistle, like, to stay back for a second. And she starts walking towards the smoke and just, in a very calming voice, um, is just like, My, you're quite a broad-shouldered thing, aren't ya? <laughs> and, like, she's just, like, su- just approaching very slowly going, And handsome, look at you. Aren't you? You must be... <gasps> you don't look a day over 10 if I'm guessing any number. And she's just like throwing out anything and she starts looking around and goes, oh, but you're alone. Well, that's either because you've decided that you don't need anyone or you're looking for a friend. And she like puts out a hand and just is like, I could be a friend. And kind of like puts out her hand at an arm's length and is just like, what do you say? Uh, first off, I need to make a luck roll, please. Oh, no. Fenrir. Can I? Nope. Can't use inspiration. Or, okay, here Unfortunately we go. not. Oh, hello, Dice. Please be nice to me today. <laughs> here we go. Let's do this. We're working together. Do, 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 do. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, all to say that the uh, group of uh, Alexi, um, Jonas, uh, Vikram, and his dogs, notably his dogs, would freak the fuck out of the smoke. Um, are arriving at like, you know, uh, oh. it is not aware there. Um, but now make another charisma roll with advantage. Again, thanks your Beastmaster to kind of solidify this potential start of a relationship. Um, 11. Enough. Um, <laughs> as it is a little bit of a hesitancy uh, as you hold your hand out uh, and this thing like stops strutting, stops showing its side and then goes his face on, which is kind of dangerous for a smoke. Again, kind of like the antelope idea. It has horns, so it could, you know, uh, try to spear you in the worst case scenario. Mm. Uh, but it kind of takes like a huff or two of just kind of judgment. Uh, but then uh, there's a squeaky toy. No, but then there's a uh, moment where it then very reluctantly, oh, Echo, you're a cute pup. But then very reluctantly it kind of goes uh, and smells your hand and kind of smells up your arm towards your face and person 
and is just kind of breathing it in uh, and is just kind of judging you based on smell, it looks like. And then I think Fenrir is just going to like look at him and go, I know you can smell the woods on me. It's because I live here too. Not here, but far away. And I wanted to let you know that there is a group of us. More are coming. And you can choose to stay. But it might be in your best interest to leave if you don't want to be overwhelmed. Um, and once again, to kind of cut the chase of this uh, smoke communicating with you, uh, Fenrir, Beastmaster makes this possible, but I need you to make a charisma or wisdom roll, please, okay. as it's going to kind of tell you a tale or try to communicate in its own language towards you. I'm going to use the inspiration. 11. Okay. Um, so it's trying to communicate with you. Uh, what you can tell is it's wary of people. Mm. It's here for a reason. Mm. It trusts you. That's all you can really get from that. Mm. Why don't you and I take a walk? I'll lead you away from all these folks, and we can get a better understanding of each other. Uh, and Fenrir, if you're feeling so bold, you could swear... Uh, that the smoke is kind of like the way it's dropping its shoulder. If you wanted to jump up onto it, it would allow that. Uh, because quixotically, or not quixotically, interestingly, uh, smokes are creatures that were like uh, made for riders. Uh, mm. So they do kind of feel more at like, you know, more suited to their purpose if they have a rider on them. Okay. So Fenrir's going to do a couple quick things first. First, she's going to look at the smoke. She goes... I would be honored. And then she turns, she goes, just one moment. And she goes to the produce and pulls out like a quick little, if she can, like, or it's, is it carrots? Is it like a lettuce? Yeah, what squash, can she grab? carrots, beans, you know, that okay. kind of thing. And sh as she's grabbing it, she looks at him and she just goes, for the ride, for you, for later. And then she looks at Thistle and goes, I'll find you. And then hops on the smoke. Great. Uh, so make either a, uh, yeah, make a dexterity or wisdom roll. Oh, fuck. Nine. Uh, it's awkward. Uh, it's very awkward. So kind of from Thistle's perspective, it's like the smoke is like, yeah, grab your greens, let's go. And he starts like trotting mm -hmm. and you see Fenrir just try to like hop up on one side and then like misjudge and then like go around the other side and She's like grab one of the fur. Uh, and there's kind of like a noise from the smoke being like, ow, ow, ow. But like you finally like clamber up onto it. And it's awkward, but you're you're on the smoke uh, as, uh, you know, again, from your perspective, Thistle, uh, Fenrir and the smoke kind of disappear in the woods. Not at like a gallop, you know, uh, but just kind of disappear uh, weaving through here. As she's leaving, I think, because Thistle has been wide eyed and just kind of like eyebrow raised. What <laughs> yeah. is going on? But as she's leaving, um. I think she suddenly finds her voice and yells, I'll mark the trees. Join us when you can. And you, I bet you could hear Fenrir in the background is being like, okay. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's not an easy ride. She's never been on one of these. So yeah, jumping back in, we would have uh, Vikram, Alexi, Jonas, uh, you catching up to Thistle, and you would catch the tail end of a smoke, and Fenril, uh, obviously, jumping up with the smoke going in there, and uh, Vikram just kind of, you know, calling out to his uh, dogs, who are pretty eager to fall in the scent of this wild animal, be like, whoa, be like, Thistle, what's that all about? I can honestly say I am not 
sure. But uh, Fenriel is going to meet up with us later. And there are some vegetables. Indeed. Oh, that's a, it's quite a yield. Lucky us. And what's more, as his uh, gaze turns towards the, uh, you know, the, uh, the shed with the boats on it, it's quite a collection of watercraft here, which could be very handy if we want to take the lake. I think that's even a... <laughs> that boat might even have a serviceable motor on it. Uh, as uh, you, you see Vikram go to investigate that, uh, you know, uh, leaving the three of you there. And I, uh, I turn to uh, Alexi. Your friend, um, she just rode out of here. Is she going to be okay? <laughs> and Alexi sort of smiles and just says like, eh, She's a, a woman of the woods. <laughs> I'm sure she will be fine. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, might as well reveal it now. Uh, you, I rolled for the party a 20 luck. Uh, so I want to give uh, every member of the party uh, here in the woods an uh, inspiration point, uh, first of all. Uh, and also, because it is 20 luck, if you wish to find any equipment, uh, you know, here, whether it be in the boat shed or the cabin left over, uh, you know, now it's kind of sad. I said, like, you got to pay for food. But now you find this bounty of, like, vegetables, you know. I just uh, love Stefan's that- face. <laughs> <laughs> I had I have plans. <laughs> Alexi finds a mech suit, like a whole mech suit. No, no. Twenty luck. No. I know, but I find a bop it. <laughs> yes. You can find a bop it. You can you yes. You can find a bop it. <laughs> is it a reg- is it like old school bop it or it's just the three or is it the one with five options? That's it. Louisa, what do you want? Oh my god! What do you want? Are we really gonna give her a bop it? (laughs) I mean, I rolled a twenty luck. So if you wish to find a fucking bop it, certainly. I'm leaving this up to the crowd. I don't know what use that would be. I don't know either, but it's a twenty luck. It's as good as it will ever get. Yeah, but this is the question for for me, John. John, your character is a mech. Yeah, you were like, what would Alexi do with a fucking? Just become a god. Just become yeah. a god. Okay, it simple. Need. That, huh? be a god. Um, no need, no need. I mean, it's within the reality of the situation, so I don't think there'll be a mech That's very suit, fair. But if they're, yeah. yeah it's like um, a fallout bunker, like the like two mechanical doors like whoosh, open up and it's just there, like standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the plugs and shit in it. Jonas would like to actually find something, if possible. Yeah, please do, Jonas. A couple things. Um, so, jo- okay, tell me if these things are here. Rope? <laughs> Rope done. Rope done. I'm writing rope done. Uh, cans. Like empty can- cans. Cans. Like I thought you said cans. hands. I thought you said hands, hands. as well. Yeah, I, I, I heard hands as well. I'm like, human <laughs> hands, Julian. Jonas human has gone off. The, yeah. Uh, cans. Like cans. Yeah, you can find empty cans. It's yeah. not a big. Yeah, sure. How about, how about. This is what you're asking for? Would you tell me if these things are in this cabin? This is Jonas's big dream. Don't you? No, no, no. Shopping. Yeah, no. This is no, no. This is leading leading to something. something. Couldn't Jonas find charisma? (laughs) No, not even twenty luck. Not even twenty luck. You find uh, how to succeed in business without really trying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Jo- and then Jonas would read that book and walk up to someone. Can I have your money? <laughs> that's what uh, they teach you. I'm not Be really direct. trying. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's what the book said. 
rope. You've got rope, cans. What else? Cans, and then, uh, do you, is it, would there be like gunpowder or like like stuff like gun that? Gunpowder. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's um. Or maybe like gunpowder. Yeah, huh? like or maybe bullets that I could open up to find the gunpowder in it. Stuff yeah, you like could that. find bullets for sure. Okay. Uh, bullets to suit your gun and whatever purpose you have. Yeah, you find like you know cool. a uh yeah a case uh, full of the appropriate bullets. Yeah. Okay. And then it's twenty luck. There you go. Lastly, is there just extra clothing around, lying around? I told you shopping. Uh, shopping. Sure. That's exactly. Sure. What kind of clothing? He's just uh, touristic like, right jackets, now. Jackets and stuff. Yeah, jacket, coat. You find that there's like a pretty extensive wardrobe in this cabin. Why not? Uh, I'm I'm looking at Vikram and say, uh, "Hey, Vikram. Hey, Vic. Uh, quick question. Uh, uh, is this where we're kind of setting up uh, this home base? I can uh, be convinced. Perfect." Uh, can I convince you? Yes, uh, let us see where uh, Fenril's gotten off with that creature and a thistle deems it wise. I'm very curious to see if one of these boats uh, still has a serviceable engine, because that will be very useful for our cause. Yeah, that's a, no, you know, that's a, you're a smart guy. We should, yeah, you, we should, we should set up here. That's a good point. Uh, he kind of nods at you, but he's unconvinced, given your, you know, charisma Yeah, history. yeah, yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, He's gonna, and then he's gonna say plainly. He's like, "I'm just, I'm just interested in setting up some perimeter security. Just, you know." Are you expecting trouble, Jonas? No, but sometimes the wild finds you, like nature finds you. Oh, well said. Kind of uh, scratches the back of his head there, and be like, "Uh, "Yes, I would hope to set up here. Let's make a plan for it." Thistle. Um, Great. See how Jonas turns around because he doesn't <laughs> like this guy that much. Great. And he just goes, I'll start setting up. And he kind of just, he just starts walking away. Sure. I love the not, idea. Not, that... to, not, to cut it, not, not to be an asshole, but that's what I'm I love the Jonas idea that Jonas literally just goes like <laughs> in the middle of the sentence. Like, Great. And then just walks away. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thistle, Thistle turns to Alexi and goes, who are these friends of yours? <laughs> Uh, and Alexi just starts uh, as he walks into the house to see what treasures he can uncover for himself. Great. Uh, what are you looking for, Alexi? Um, I think Alexi, um, I want Alexi to find, this isn't like super useful. So like the, the gamer in the back of my mind who wants me to be really good at the game is being like, you're an idiot. But this is what I think I want for my character. Is I think right. I want Alexi to like, I think I want him to find like a children's book of some kind, like an Alice in Wonderland or something. Done. Love you forever by Robert Munch. No, no, definitely not that. Uh, But uh, yeah, but like a, like a, like a, like an Alice in Wonderland type deal. Like one of those classic, like, you know, Lewis Carroll. Okay, great. Like, like the original. That's not very super child reading. (laughs) I think Thistle walks in and she's looking around. I think she sees the children's stuff and she kind of takes a beat. Takes a big breath. Uh, Thistle and Alexi, you would see there are some like obviously very, uh, you know, dusted like photographs, family photographs of a, a couple, a man and a woman and a couple kids. And it looks to be like their kind of, you know, summer retreat uh, was here. Yeah, and Alexi, like, sort of with that, looks at her, looks back into the room. There. As he sort of, like, steps past her into the room. 
sort of looks around, and I think that's when he finds the book and uh, picks it up and just says, um, I've never read it. It's weird. As he uh, sort of, um, he opens it up and flips through the pages. And it's a, it's one of the picture versions. It's not just straight up the book. Um, <laughs> as he's like flipping through it. Um, uh, this, uh, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> but uh, you humans, uh, I would like to have seen the world before, well, you know. Hmm. I think it's the same for us. Probably, I think he just sits on the bed. Looking at at uh, Thistle. Great. Uh, and with that image, and I know the profundity of that image. Give yourself an inspiration point, Alexei, here. We uh, cut to Fenrir, uh, yourself aboard this uh, smoke here, who, you know, trots for a while and then just kind of, you know, uh, turns to uh, look at the invaders, as it were, uh, to the household as the smoke is kind of breathing heavily and you would know it was kind of like an alarmed state uh, was kind of looking back at uh, where you found them. And I think Fenrir takes out one of the carrots that she pulled and just sort of like offers it in front. Uh, it kind of chews on it absentmindedly. Uh, and there's some kind of a joy and delicateness in how it eats it as it's like, this smoke wasn't hungry uh, because of the garden close to it, but it kind of enjoys being fed. Oh, I think Fenrir's just petting the, you know, main area Mm. and just kind of whispering to it like, "Um, you're really beautiful, aren't you? It is kind of breathing heavily and kind of almost like purrs in its way of kind of like groans, like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And you can see, like, again, part of its like left side of its face is just badly either burned or matted. Just the side of it is just like very dangerously hit. Fenrir is a beast master and medicine. And a shadow walker. And a shadow walker. Okay. Okay. I walk the shadows. Get me stuff. Um, And can, can she do anything to heal like some of the either like pain or, um, is there anything that she would know to like ease the suffering of the this wound? Uh, you can make intelligence roll mm. to try to suss it out. Mm. Inspo, thirteen. Yeah, mm. um, this uh, smoke did encounter uh, fire and was attacked by fire, mm. uh, from what you can tell, and it's an old wound, as in there's, you know, really nothing you can do for it immediately. Mm. Um, it is just, you know. A wound that has clearly blinded half of its, uh, you know, if its senses here. Um, so, you know, just being gentle around it. But otherwise, other than showing it care, uh, there's it's just an old wound. So there's nothing you can do for it. So, okay, Fenrir, I think, gets off his back for a minute. And sure. she's, like, looking at his face. And I think at that point, she kind of looks at him and goes, I know a thing or two about scars. And she takes off her glove and shows it her hand. Uh, uh, they uh, sniff it, or he sniffs it uh, there, and kind of, uh, you know, turns his face a little more dramatically so its two working eyes can look at you, Mm. uh, its two black eyes to kind of take you in. Mm. 
Um, Jonas, uh, first of all, to create this kind of, you know, uh, alarm system uh, around here. Uh, do you have any skills for this? Or you're just kind of making it up? Um, can string system? tracking? Is that, would that fall under it? Probably not, eh? Tracking, I think, would help a little bit. Okay. Uh, but yeah, make intelligence or wisdom roll. A six. Nice. Oh, sorry. I mean, plus numbers. Uh, then that is a 14. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, you set up this pretty, like, comprehensivism. It's not the whole perimeter, but, like, uh, like you know, very smart places uh, where you could be very unseen mm. uh, to kind of trigger this trap system. And some of the uh, strings are kind of, like, underneath the foliage and that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, any final images? Or also, uh, I wish to know, like, who's keeping watch? Like, what's the watch rotation? Uh, Vikram would definitely be espousing that. Uh, he would volunteer to take first watch. Uh, as you know, he has kind of the precedent of being the leader of this expedition. So you know, he'd watch eleven and then go to uh, sleep here. Jonas is also happy. He's like actually happy to take a majority of the watch. He just immediately throws it in there. Okay, great. I would think that Thistle would convene with Alexi and agree that between the two of them, one of them should always be on watch. Okay, since Vikram is out and about. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think Alexi, like, yeah, they, they work out, Thistle and Alexi work out like a sub-in, sub-out deal. Okay, so who's taking the first watch between the two of you with Vikram? I'll, I'll take it, that's fine. Okay. We actually cut to uh, later that night, um, where we see uh, both Thistle and uh, Jonas. Uh, you know, you've got your can system here and like there's even like a furtive like light on in the cabin, whether, whether it be like a small flame within the fireplace here. <laughs> and the uh, place I need explodes. you both to make intelligence. <laughs> exactly. It all explodes. I need you both to make intelligence rolls with disadvantage unless you have a watch related skill. Uh, I'd say disadvantage because it's very dark. Two and a one. <laughs> nice. Oh, no. I rolled a nine. <laughs> We're so intelligent. Catching nothing. Catching nothing tonight. <laughs> nice. Um, so, uh, the final image and scene we'll end on is uh, both of you, uh, Thistle and Jonas. Uh, you're both probably like, you know, kind of, uh, we'll say it's like a like a half moon as the water is kind of lapping uh, very comfortably by the shore, which doesn't help things. It's very peaceful. It makes you feel sleepy, if anything. Where it is actually like there's not much of a breeze uh, tonight uh, is a cold temperature, about like five degrees Celsius, let's say. Um, but you both see um, just to the north uh, of your encampment here, uh, a, like some trees moving just side to side, uh, just through there. And uh, you both kind of are like a little curious about it, uh, but a little too late as you see uh, kind of moving through the other pine trees, uh, a moving birch tree uh, with two legs and a trunk and silver that kind of covers the center of it, uh, moving towards you uh, as you see it kind of crashing through uh, the trees uh, towards you there. As straight out of Tolkien times, uh, it seems as if you are being approached by an ant. We are no tree. <laughs> what are your knee-jerk reactions? Hey, do you see that? 
Of course. <laughs> and we'll call it there as a Nicely done. Nicely done, team. As uh, next time we play, we will enter right into We'll combat. fight a big fucking tree. Uh, against a fucking tree. The tree yeah. got the mech suit. No. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolton as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at TheSignUniverse, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, Please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punch and fists. Yeah, it's, they're always ready. Now I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't... Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I, okay, okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser and yes. then what? And then if I tell you to, yep. we're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> you said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. So, like a party? <laughs> like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the yes. ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is back upright. All the drawers are back inside. But now it is next to the window and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now.